Hello, I'm Dr. Vivian Smith Del Toro, and I'm here today to welcome you to the Legacy Interview Series of WCI, Women's Centers International. Today is the second interview in a six-part series. Each week, you'll hear stories and see images from one woman's journey in Africa that inspired an international movement. Susan, please yes. introduce yourself and your colleague. Hi, I am Susan Burgess Lent, founder and executive director of Women's Centers International, and my dear friend and colleague, Teresia Waikuru Mwangi, who is the center director at Barack Women's Center. Welcome, Teresia. Thank you, Susan. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Women's Center's model in Nairobi, Kenya. So uh, Susan, take us on your journey and talk about um, how you began. I had been working in Darfur and I realized that the model that the women there helped me to create could be adapted anywhere. And we already had some important contacts within the, the Nairobi community, in particular, a small slum called Kariua. And we realized that we could bring the center there, but we had to do an exploratory trip. And first we had to raise money to do that. And we presented the idea at a gathering of the women from that community and other women came as well. And they were incredibly enthusiastic about any help they could receive because their situation was pretty dire. Teresia, I don't recall if I met you at that first meeting or it was later. Can you recall that? Yes, I can recall in 2012. Yeah, because myself, I was living in Kariowa when Women's Centers International came to Kenya. And while when you are doing recruitment, that's how I got my own recruited in Baraka Women's Center. And we started on the training the first training was entrepreneurship and leadership training. In 2013, Women's Centers said that they want a, a program coordinator. And we, like eight women, we tried to buy for the, the, the fuckers. <laughs> I remember and, those interviews, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was very, very lucky. And since that time, I've been working for the Baraka Women's Center. And in 2015, I was promoted to the center manager up to now. Yes. <laughs> and you've done an amazing job. Teresia has almost single-handedly at some points kept the center going. She is a remarkable, energetic, imaginative woman. The model that we had created was going to be well adapted for the, the needs of the women. And majority of women came from Kariwa Sram. Others from Madare Sram, others from Kibra, and most of them, they didn't have jobs. As you remember that when you were doing the first meetings, you could, you could not even be able even to continue with the meetings because most of the women were drunk. And they, they were suffering alcoholism and most of them were jobless. And that's how we tried to bring, bring them in so that we can be able even to help them. And through trainings, our trainings, we can say that most of them have really changed 
because they have started their own businesses. Others will not even be able to read and write. We introduced the first program, adult, adult learning, adult, adult education. The, the third training was the skills, the vocational skills, and also we have been doing the mentorship. I can say that now we have really grown. Since 2012, uh, we started with 300 members. As we speak right now, we have 1,200 members who are active members. And we have really graduated most of the members, especially the ones who have been doing the entrepreneurship and leadership training. Most of them have started their own business. We have 12 groups of table banking. Those are the women who have been doing entrepreneurship. We have been giving them some steady capital to start their own business. We have another class for, uh, what do we call it? A textile project, the ones who are doing the tailoring. We have hairdressing, we have beauty, and also we they help them to access social media and internet through training them computer. So I can say that where we are is not where we started. You have done a lot. You have done a phenomenal job. That is absolutely outstanding. One of the things that I want to mention is Baraka, like the the um, centers in, in Darfur, started, in, we started in a church. I remember the office was a closet in the church. Wasn't that right? The first yes. trainings? Yes, we started in, in, in the church, a, a kind of a church. Then after three months, we were able to hire our own residential area where, where we got some more classes. And that's how we, we were able to introduce some more programs and even to do them in some different classes. But yeah. in the first time, we had a lot of challenge because we could not, we, we could wait for the first group to leave, then the other group could come in. Yeah, it wasn't quite adequate, but yeah. but uh, but now the center is is accommodates a lot of activity. Uh, mm. I haven't seen it myself, but uh, only in, in photographs. So that would be an outstanding opportunity for uh, Women's Centers International to actually visit uh, Nairobi, Kenya. I'm hoping that this pandemic will. Um, take a, a positive course and, and hopefully we can do that. But I, I wanted to ask uh, both uh, Susan and uh, Theresia about the future of the Barack, Baraka Women's Center. Um, there are some obvious, obvious challenges out there. Let's talk about what the future looks like and how can we help uh, support that future? Well, Teresia knows much more about the pandemic effects in Kenya. They were less dramatic at the beginning than anywhere else. Africa was spared at the beginning. But now, uh, Teresia, tell, give us an update on pandemic in Kenya. Uh, let me say that since the pandemic started last year, most of the, the women and the members have lost jobs. Most of businesses have been closed. Much of, most of the women have been even chased away from their houses because of rent, lack of rent. And I can say even we Baraka women, you know most of the time when we, we, we normally do business with our products. And since last year, we have not been able even to go to any exhibitions. Finally, 
I can say that if we continue with the pandemic, the economy is too bad. We do not know what to do. And also we, we introduced the program for uh, giving foods to, uh, to the members and they are no donors. We are trying to give them food, but still we, we lack donors to support the women with the food. And for the future of the center, we have been trying to see whether we can get our own place. You know, right, right now we are still lending and every month we have to pay the rent. The landlord doesn't want to know that there is pandemic. They just need their the, the money, the rent. So for the, for the future of the center, we have been trying to see whether we can get our own premises. At least we, get, get, we buy our own plot and we buy a permanent center for the women. Such that even some can even be coming and sleeping, training, and when we are releasing them, we release them with the skills and even with some city capital to go and start their own business. Because now, as we can see that, yes, we are trying our best, but according to the pandemic, we can not say that things are too good. We are just trying, but we need, we need a lot of support. Okay. Yes. Kenya is officially in its first uh, recession in maybe 20 years. It has been a very strong economy for a long time and the pandemic has had devastating results, especially on the what they call the informal sector. And maybe mm -hmm. you could talk a little bit, Teresia, about uh, the women's businesses and the table banking, which I think is a piece of brilliance, uh, how it works and how the women actually benefit from the table banking groups and the mentoring that you do about how to manage, how to do the COVID pivot. Through entrepreneurship and leadership training, we have grouped the women into small, small groups. As I say that we have 13 groups of table banking, each group have 25 members, others 20, 20 members, and we train them on how they can start their own business through financial literacy. This is by giving them a small seed capital. Then from the, that seed capital, they lend to some members. When they lend to some members some money, the members go and start their own business. But when they are bringing back the money, they do not bring the whole amount of money. They normally bring back the 10% of what they have gotten from them business. And these, uh, that 10% interest has been the one that has been making the, the group to grow. You see the group that started with 20,000, now they are having like 700,000. You see the, the growth of the, the money and the, the city capital and the group. In 2017, all these groups were given city capital. These were grants from National Government Affirmative Action Fund and they started projects. There is one group that went and bought uh, some catering utensils. They normally rent. And when they rent them, they get some money to, uh, to, bring, to the, bring to the group. Their groups are there. They have been very active. They are just waiting to see whether they can get more city capital so that they can continue with their business. Baraka Women has been given a tender for masks by Kenya National Chamber of Commerce. And these are the masks that have been ordered by the government. So as, uh, since um, January, 
we were given a tender of 7,000 uh, reusable masks and we have been able to make them very good one and we have tethered and we have been paid. So I can say that it is another opportunity. <laughs> I can say that most of the women who comes to the center, they have really changed their lives, especially livelihoods. You can see that most of the women who started coming to the center, the ones who have a jobless, we can see right now that they have jobs. If you're not talking about pandemic, we can see that most of the women, they have really grown. It's not that the way we started. And also, um, I can say that now we are ready even to expand uh, the center by opening another center. Oh. We want to go to some other place and also open another center because this one in Nairobi, it has really stood by itself. And I'm just so pleased to be able to uh, say that I'm a part of uh, this international movement and I'm, I'm very pleased to be a part of WCI. So you have all of your, your sisters over here in the US and we're going to really push uh, promoting um, Baraka Center and also opening another center. I think that is phenomenal. So Teresia, thank you for uh, your presence today. Thank you for your leadership in Nairobi, Kenya. And I especially want to thank uh, Susan Burgess Lent, who started this magnificent movement over 10 years ago. I want to make sure that everybody knows that there is an opportunity uh, to support the movement and your contributions help women transform their lives in the most challenging environments. And we'll be back next week to talk more about uh, the Oakland Women's Center um, here in the U.S. Yes. And you can donate at www.womenscentersintl.org. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. We'll talk again. We'll see you uh, next time. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you.